and like that, it's been one fucking year. It's been exactly one year at the Moron Voice Audio Show. That's the show you're listening to, and I'm the host, Ian Junkins, of the Moron Voice Audio Show. This is like the one-year little episode, okay? At first, I wasn't going to do like... I didn't know if I'd be able to make a one-year deadline, so I didn't run a one-year podcast, but I'm doing it because I want to. Because uh, it's been fucking crazy. I can't believe it's already been a year. I was just talking to a buddy the other day uh, saying, you know, it feels like it's been a fucking year of podcasting, but it's gone by so fast at the same time. It's fucking insane. I mean, I've done 40-something podcasts. I've done a couple podcasts that didn't release either because I just didn't like how they wasted my... I pretty much just wasted my fucking time recording, talking to a mic by yourself and not releasing it, but I just didn't like it. Believe it or not, there is a level of quality that I strive for here at the Moron Voice Audio Show. Thank you for anybody who's been listening over the past year and uh, anybody who's just hopped on. Sure, there's not a whole lot of new people, but if there is, thank you very much. Very excited to be podcasting for one year. Um... Also, I officially do have the koozies for sale. Uh, the Moron Voice Audio Show times Mongo Chatter collaborative koozies in a bunch of different colors. We've got a shit ton of camouflage and pink. I know that. So the other ones are have uh, l- less numbers of, of the different colors, but we got those. They're uh, six a pop, three for 15. Oh, I'm stretching. Ugh. Six a pop, three for 15. And I'll uh, give you a sticker for every fucking koozie you buy. How about that, kid? But and uh, of course I have a. I'm smoking like this peach paper joint, the Juicy J papers. I think they're called. People hate these things. I think they smoke really well, and they're like two fucking bucks, and they look cool as fuck. So why not? This one has little peaches all over. And today we're drinking um, a twenty ounce. Yeah, that's right. That's nice. Twenty ounce from a uh, holy donut. I treated myself this morning to the holy donut. You want to spend 15 bucks on two fucking donuts and a coffee, go there. I get these two donuts, and I get this 20-ounce fucking cold brew, and it comes out to 14 bucks, 13.80 or something. In fucking insane. I am a fucking moron for going there. I don't go there as much as I used to. I mean, I, I got into it just a few months ago because I realized that they had fucking vegan donuts. I always knew they had vegan donuts, but I just never, um, I never fucking went. Right, because I am a donut fucking person. Let me tell you, before I kind of straightened up on my health kick, when I was a smoker, when I was a drinker, when I was a donut eater, boy, did I eat some fucking donuts. I remember, I mean, these are days when I um maybe didn't work the hardest either, so I had a lot of free fucking time if you catch my drift, but I'd be in and out of dunks. Sometimes I'd get upwards to fucking six donuts a day over at dunks, and I was putting on weight from it, because I would just go there, get a donut... You get like two donuts and a coffee, two donuts and a coffee, two donuts and a coffee, three times a day, every day. That fucking adds up. You can't just sit around and eat fucking donuts like that every day. These things are fucking poison for your gut. But goddamn do I love them. I got into Holy Donut and I, I went fucking over the top because I have that triple berry donut. You know me, I have a fucking sweet tooth and I try not to indulge in my sweet tooth because I also have an addictive personality. So it's like... I'll just end up 
fucking getting hooked on fucking sugar and then justifying it one day, the next day justifying it, the next day justifying it, the next day justifying it. Next thing you know, I fucking have a toothache, you know. But I love these fucking donuts, a holy donut. And I, I, I go there. All right, this is a little hard to admit, but I did go to Holy Donut. I don't know if it was every fucking day, but I have the exact donut count from about a month ago that I got in one week. Here it is, the reveal for how many donuts I ate in one week. These are $3 fucking donuts, too, so keep that in fucking mind when I tell you how many I ate in one fucking week. I had 16 donuts from the Holy Donut in one week. Sometimes I, I would go there and I would just get four fucking ones. Fuck it. Shove them in. And this this is a prime example of why I can't fuck with sugar. And why I can't fuck with anything that I'm going to fucking get obsessed with. Kind of like podcasting. Because I'm just going to go over the fucking top and make 40 something podcasts in a year. You know, to sit back after a week and know that you ate 16 goddamn potato donuts... It's defeating. It made me feel fucking weak, you know? It made me feel like a fucking bum. I felt like a loser. Who the fuck is going to eat 16 donuts in a week? Not fucking most people. Evidently, me. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, those things are fucking good. And I like the coffee there, too. I think it's just coffee by design, which is a good coffee. But, I mean, it's a little fucking expensive, too. And they put so much ice in it. You know, I'm starting. the more I meditate on this holy donut situation, the more I'm convinced that... Maybe it's a crock of shit. Maybe I should save it for a special treat, like today. The one-year anniversary of the Moron Voice Audio Show. Like I was saying, anyways, appreciate everybody who's stuck along with me. Stuck it out through some fucking tough episodes. I know not every episode this year has been fucking golden. But what are you going to do? It's a podcast. My whole thing, whenever I've created something, I mean, it's like, you just want, I just want it. Bury it after. Put something out and then put out the next one. Whether it's podcast, music, whether it was fucking anything. You know, get what you're doing done and fucking forget about it and move on to the next. Because that's what we're doing here at the Mormon Voice Auto Show. This is uh, an excellent creative outlet. I've probably said that a few times on the podcast, but it is insanely... Um, I don't want to say it's uh, therapeutic. It's therapeutic in some ways, but it's also very stressful, as, as you can imagine. I just listened to one of my favorite podcasts, um, The Joint with Joey Diaz. I'm sorry, massive Joey Diaz fan. He's done a lot to inspire my comedy, and he's done a lot to inspire me putting myself out there through podcasting and through humor. But on his podcast, he was just telling somebody, you know, this guy's had a really successful podcast called The Church. That had like, I don't know. I don't know if it had a thousand fucking episodes. It mines well of. He's had like 200 on his new. And then he's had like 100. This guy's done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fucking podcasts. Okay. Um, he said that he has probably listened to about five fucking episodes. Like that. And he hasn't even made it through those ones. Listen back. I've listened back to every single fucking podcast I've done. Because I have to fucking listen to it. And edit it to make sure I don't say anything too fucked up before I put it on the internet. So it can be like the self-reflection of like, wow, did I really just fucking say that? Hits pretty fucking hard when you're doing it. I mean, I'm not doing it every week anymore. Sometimes I'm doing it every week. This month we got a lot of coming out. Guess what I'm trying to get at is it's as therapeutic as it is stressful. 
because you're putting yourself the fuck out there. But it feels good. This is a fairly lighthearted show too, so you can only put yourself out there so much. been a crazy fucking year though it all started with my usb microphone and my buddy pierce giving me a little bit of encouragement saying that i'm funny enough to put shit on the internet uh the show has evolved yeah the show has evolved a bit i remember when i first started i didn't even want to use my name can you imagine that i went from not wanting my name on it to um i used to call myself the moron i thought that was kind of funny um went to not even wanting myself on it like my name on the fucking show, my show, to printing it on t-shirts. We're about to fire up this joint. This is really good weed. So um, I'm probably going to get worse at podcasting now that I'm smoking, but we'll see. Um, Incredible. I mean, right there is a big change. That's like I said, it's putting yourself the fuck out there. That's one thing I really learned from podcasting is like, um, mo- most of the people I've had on the show, I'm relatively fucking either very good friends with or pretty fucking friendly with. We've known each other from skating for a long time, see each other around, so it's n- not anything fucking too wild. But to put yourself out there and ask somebody, will you come o- over and sit, sit, sit and fucking talk to me on my podcast? We can talk about whatever the fuck you want. That's new for me. I don't usually fucking ask people. I kind of, <laughs> I don't usually ask people to come over to my fucking house. Or if I can come over to their fucking house and podcast. Or even um, linking up with my buddy John and Mongo Chatter. What an incredible experience that is. Complete strangers. We became pen pals. And then we fu- fucking dropped in on the the New Mexican joint in Biddeford, Maine. Coco. I think it's called Coco Mexican joint. I don't know what it's fucking called. But we re- record a podcast right in there. Putting yourself out there. That's what I'm saying, bitches. It's not that fucking hard. But it does take some fucking balls. You know, and I've reached out to many people and some people don't want to come on the show and does that affect me like does that bring my morale down it can on some level because you're like fuck man just like ask this guy to come on my podcast and they're like not really into podcasts or they don't want to talk on the internet i completely fucking understand sometimes i don't even want to fucking talk on the internet but i do and uh it can it can be a little defeating but you know he's fucking chin up and fucking go ask somebody else a podcast with you for every no, I get like fucking at least three, three or four yeses. So never be afraid to ask somebody to fucking come over and hang out with you. Because through having some of these conversations and these little joke scenarios with my friends on this podcast, I've just um become better at talking with people in my personal life too, which has been a great thing from this fucking podcast. I suck at fucking, believe it or not, I can't fucking talk <laughs> in my normal life. You see me at the skate park. I'm pretty reserved when I'm skating because I'm like skating, you know. I like I'm in, I'm I'll I'll laugh and I'll have fun. Definitely not as much of a character as I am maybe on the podcast in any outlet of my life. But deep down, I am this fucking character. It's another thing, you know. It's like comedy is weird because you don't want to go on the fucking internet and say certain things and piss off people that you like or like have anything come out the wrong fucking way, which I'm sure has happened to me. I'm sure it's fucking happened to me. But you got to... It took some time maybe to get an eye for where I wanted the show to be is where I'm going with this. First, there was like a lot more... I still have plenty of bumpers. We love the music here at the Mormon Boys Auto Show. 
But at first, there was a lot of bumpers, and maybe I made, like, some funny voices and did, like, some different characters. Um, And that was just me experimenting with different kinds of comedy. You know, we've had our holiday specials. Last year's Halloween special was just fucking trash, I remember. I remember after I recorded last year's Halloween special, I was thinking, what the fuck am I thinking? I think that was maybe my fourth episode or something. And I did the Halloween special, and I did, like, some... I think I like talked like a clown or something at one point. It was weird, man. I had circus music playing. Weird. So I've tried some different things. You know, and I've done different recording setups. I finally found something that kind of works decently for me. It's about putting yourself out there and trying new things. Anybody could do a podcast, really, as long as you have... I mean, you could just do it with one USB microphone. You don't even need to go out and get all the gear like I ended up having to do. But... It's about putting yourself out there and um, having some self-confidence. Like, fuck the crippling fucking self-doubt and anxiety. And just do something that you want to do for no other reason besides you want to do it. Yes, like, in the long run, like, Moron Voice Auto Show might be a fucking entertainment show. It's entertainment. I'm here and I'm trying to make people laugh on a fucking Monday on the way into work. That's what it fucking is. I'm not trying hard. To be somebody I'm not. I'm just doing this podcast. Enjoying myself. And trying to make some kind of fucking comedy program. Whether if every episode's comedy or not. That's fucking up to you. I think I'm fucking hilarious. And that's why I fucking do the podcast really. It's my music picks. Well um. Today on my music picks, I did have, I wanted to get back to maybe some of the fan music picks. For those of you who listen to the Mormon Voice Audio Show, you may remember I was doing some fan requested music picks. Was going to do that. We will get back to that. But today, wanted to, instead of, um, I usually highlight uh, more of like an album or a band really. I guess it's more or less a band. But um, I, I also want to use my music picks as a time to talk about music. Um, something that just happened that, um, is like blowing up the fucking rock and roll internet is, um, uh, the, the legendary pop punk trio Blink-182 is finally reformed in its original glory with Tom DeLonge. No, I said original glory. Sometimes with the Blink-182 people, they had a drummer before Travis. What about Scott? Scott, it's like, yeah. Scott's a fine drummer, but Blink-182 is with fucking Travis Barker. Ask anybody in Blink. Ask Mark or Tom. They'll say Travis Barker's a fucking drummer at Blink. So this is the original Blink lineup. Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, and Tom DeLong. Blink, so Tom like left Blink, just to fill in some blanks here. Tom left Blink for the second time after rejoining in, I think it was 2011. Tom came back to Blink. He's like, went on a tour and they like cut a record and an EP and I, I don't know maybe they went on another tour who gives a shit but he then left to focus on more of his like personal project a lot of people are just gonna like throw him under the bus like you see this everywhere like chasing aliens they always want to say the words finding aliens Tom was like doing that stuff which I mean if you look into it on like surface level he does seem crazy but he's definitely working with some smarter people but he also, like, launched a multimedia company was the fucking thing to the stars, which they do, like, 
it's kind of just like a lifestyle multimedia company. And what Tom does with that, it's like he does do apparel with like dumb fucking hoodies and shirts and shit. Not dumb, but you know what I mean? Typical shit. But he also does like these limited kind of um, run mini guitars that for some reason people like. These mini guitars look awful. Um, but there, there's some cool shit. Like he, he releases books and I've read, um, I have one on my shelf right now. The original one that came out is, um, secret machines chasing shadows. And, um, they're like science fiction books. Um, they're what they fucking are. Anyways, this is what he was doing. I'm just saying, give the guy a fucking break. And it's Tom DeLong, dude. He's fucking sick. Tom's my favorite member of the fucking band either way. Used to be a massive Travis Barker fan, and I like still kind of am. But you, what we call Travis Barker, now that he's like fucking with the Kardashians, Travis Barker's like too fucking LA for me. Travis Botox Barker. Don't know if he has Botox, but he minds fucking well because all of his fucking friends do. Tom's back in blink. They released the information. I was not surprised because, like, between Tom leaving and returning, they had Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio filling in for a little bit. That was just kind of fucking weird. And, like, either, like, people who were idiots liked it or people who were actually liked music thought it was fucking shit. And that's the boat I was in. And, you know, Matt's fucking rad and Alkaline Trio's rad. But these records fucking sucked. A lot of it was due to the overproducing from John Fieldman. If that name rings a fucking bell. Singer of fucking Goldfinger. Ska pop punk band from the 90s. Maybe you've played Tony Hawk and heard the song Superman. Not a fan of Goldfinger here really, but they are what they are. I I mean, I'm more of a fan of Goldfinger than I am a fucking uh, John's producing. Because it's just fucking overproduced. He's... Some of like he's produced a lot of things, but he he produced five seconds of summer, and I think the Blink One Eighty Two records with Skiba, Matt Skiba, sound like five seconds of summer production wise. They're they're trash, so they released like two shitty fucking albums, and um, now like Matt's just out of the fucking band. Thank fucking god, thank fucking god, and um, Mark Hoppus also had fucking cancer, which was insane, so. Then Tom comes back in the fucking band right now. And um, they they say like, you know, they play a little teaser of the song that sounds kind of not that good. <laughs> Does not sound like that good of a song. But we'll take it at like face value and just say it's a new Blink song. And they release a world fucking tour. They're going on tour for like a year and a fucking half and with a sick fucking lineup. One of my new favorite bands... Who, I mean, God forbid. I mean, I guess I've been listening to him for a fucking couple years. But as far as new punk, Turnstile. Can't believe they're playing with Blink-182. I mean, I can see it, but incredible. Hardcore. They're a hardcore band. And uh, Rise Against is on the bill. Okay, I'll just skip right over that. Um, Then, what's... uh? Oh, yeah, Story So Far. Who, it is cool, but I would have much rather had No Pressure. Who could have easily had their own My Music Picks. If you haven't heard of the band No Pressure and you like fucking like more old school style pop punk, No Pressure is the fucking shit. It's like the singer from the story so far, but they're better than the story so far. They're way more like Blink, like old Blink fast. But so they're going on like 
and like some other band, I don't know. But anyways, they're going on a fucking huge world tour. I mean, those are all big fucking names right there that can draw a huge crowd on their own. Yeah, so that's like the big fucking news. We're here. I think pre-sale tickets went on sale like a day or two ago. I saw them and they were like 350 fucking bucks. I was so confused. I'm probably not going, but what am I thinking about this bullshit? Thinking that like Tom has been doing like a little more punk stuff lately. That album he cut with Angels and Airwaves is really good. Check out the song. Um, I think it's Losing My Mind. Angels and Airwaves off the new album Life Forms. Love the song Losing My Mind. Hilarious video too. I'm still trying to figure out if the music video is dead or not because I still like when a, an artist I like comes out with a video, I definitely like to watch it at least once because sometimes they're really funny like this Angels and Airwaves video. So that's where we're at with fucking Blink-182. Just to catch everybody up who, who tuned into my fucking Blink-182 deep dive. If you're a fan and you haven't checked that out, I did do a Blink deep dive with my buddy Pat. So Blink-182 world fucking tour. Travis Botox Barker, Mark Hoppus, and Tom DeLong. Hopefully, you know, thank God they didn't bring fucking Machine Gun Kelly. They easily could have. I feel like they're smart enough to know, like, a lot of Blink fans think Machine Gun Kelly's fucking trash. A lot of them like him, do, but... That's that fucking bogus-ass Travis Barker influence, like... All that new generation of fucking shitty pop punk from Travis Barker's little squad of weirdos. I know that... Uh, what's that one guy's name? Um, yeah, that song, Estella, Kenny Hoopla, if you know that, he's kind of like Machine Gun Kelly, it's like this weird dumb pop punker Travis likes, uh, I mean, all those fucking guys, that whole shit's trash, is this new Blink album gonna be trash? I'm not gonna say it's not going to be, but I do like every Blink album that Tom's ever played on, so there's high hopes for this for me, but we'll just have to wait and fucking see here. Um, I'm gonna, I guess, send this one out on a quick little coffee slam for, uh, Tom DeLong. And I'm, um, back right now. That was the, my music picks on the one year, the full one year. I'm pretty sure this is coming out the year. The exact day, the 17th of uh, the anniversary of the Moron Voice Audio Show. Believe it or not, I made the original logo, which was a picture of a, a, my Pikachu toy and my Boss CE2 guitar pedal with a blue filter over it. And I think I had a bong in it too. So the Moron Voice Audio Show, my first ever like uh, little bumper for Spotify and stuff. Made that, named the show, and I think recorded my first... Um, couple episodes at least my first episode in the same no it was two episodes in a row in the same um day it all just came together bam like that probably shows that it was fairly organic and not that heavily meditated on but it is what it fucking is we're riding by the fucking that that used to be my thing flying by the seat of our pants i don't know if i ever said that but um what I've been, you know, thinking about here is some of my um, some of my favorite um moments from podcasting this year. Sorry about that. I'm fixing this joint, and um, you know, it's been a fairly eventful year podcasting, and I've never 
really um, tallied up how many guests I've had on the Moron Voice Audio Show. I know there must have been more solo shows. But um, l- let's take a look back at the many guests of... Maybe if I last another year, we'll, we'll have, have this uh, as a segment. We're going to call this... Um, uh, Welcome to the many guests of the Moron Voice Audio Show. All right. Kind of just wanted to have a little uh, song there for us. Thought that'd be nice. So I'm just going to go on my Spotify real quick and look at um, how many guests I had on the show. Looks like I have 42 episodes fucking uploaded, which is nice. Right there, October 17th, 2021, my first episode. And then the next day, my other one came out. I always thought the Roland Jazz Course was my first episode. I guess that was my second. Okay, so episode three, I do remember this. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going to work my way up to, the, to some guests here. But episode three was the first time I ever, which is also when I still would use like a subtitle. It's episode three, Tick. Take a listen to that one if you haven't, man. Wow. That was um the episode, first time I ever had post podcasting anxiety, which is something um that is fairly common amongst podcasters it seems. When maybe you're podcasting, rapping into your microphone, tapping your toes, you know the drill. And um after you say something, like it's not right after, maybe right when you're done podcasting when the zone's out, you're like, damn. Was that like, can I use, like, ugh, like you're just unsure of it? That was how I felt because this episode, episode three, Tick, is about when I had a, um, I had a tick in the tip of my dick. That's right. Spin around in a circle with a glass of water on your head and say that five times. I had a tick on the tip of my dick. I had a tick on the tip of my dick. I had a tick on the tip of my dick. Clearly, I don't give a fuck what I say into the mic now. Um, but so yeah, I like, after that podcast was the first time I was ever kind of like, oh man, I feel fucking kind of wonky. Episode four cousins when my friend fought his cousin. So let's get to our first guest. It looks like episode eight is when the logo swapped. Out of curiosity, l- l- let's just see what episode eight was. Oh yeah. Like Christmas ideas when I was saying like, I'm getting everybody a hamster. So looks like. Huh. So nine part two and part one. Oh, I see how it goes. So yeah, so it looks like um definitely my buddy Pat was. Is that what, what this is? Oh no. No, 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 no. Looks like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like cause in part two, it looks like Pat was my first guest. And then um on episode ten, so the next week's episode, this one we were doing weekly fucking episodes. Kinda miss doing that, but do not have the time to do that. I wish I, I could. That's like, must be nice to not have to um listen back to your audio and just like crank out podcasts. But so yeah, then Adam was, um looks like Adam was the first like other guest. So that, that, that was episode 10 featuring guest. I think Adam dropped in like halfway through because I, I remember recording and like we like got in touch. I was like, yo, come on over. Then one of um everybody's favorite episodes here. Great guest, um, great friend and supporter of the Mormon Voice Audio Show, the um, Stuck at the Park, when he first came on. What a great episode that was. 
then uh, episode 15. This was one of my favorite episodes with Gabe McKenna. That was hilarious. I remember my whole thing. I was like dogs digging up graves to eat their bones. By episode 17, I started doing the shorter bonus cup episode, it looks like. And then episodes uh, 17, 18, I mean, is um, my first music deep dive with you know who it is. I got to say his name every podcast. Say it with me now. One, two, John Mayer. Then on episode 21, Ryan. So I, I, I'm trying to keep tally of the guests and I realized I forgot to. So Pat, Adam, Stuck, Gabe. Pat was on John Mayer, but it don't really count. Because it's like, he, he was, it's a deep dive. He's my deep dive guy. Ryan's five. Sam, six. Sammy Sock, right there. Great episode. I went, went, went over and, and hung out with Sam. Great friend and supporter of the Mormon Voice Audio Show. Jalen. Right there. Seven. And then Chris Peterson. That was nice. Look at this. Three guests back to back. Chris Peterson. Then my buddy Scott for episode 26. So that's nine guests right there. Andy and Ryan. I'm going to count them. That's 11. I'm counting them. Aaron. Aaron Newberry. You know, that's a good lineup of, of shows right there. Andy and Ryan. Uh, um, and and then Aaron Newberry. That's 11. Wes, 12. That was a great show, too. Thank you for that uh, Eric Clapton shirt, Wes. Dan and Sturdy. There's another two. John John Hanks and Mongo Chatter. That's my my most recent guest. We do have some more guests coming on the show. So how many was that shit? Um, 12, 13, 14, maybe 14, 13. I lost count, but that's not that bad. That's like almost equals out to, I'm sure it will equal out to like a guest a month. If I like only did guest shows. So right there, if I just did guests, that would have been one podcast a month's worth of content. Did I say that right? One podcast each month's worth. Yeah, I said that right. Uh, wow. Wow. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know why I went over that. Maybe just, uh, to skip some memories, but check out that episode three. If you want to go back and check one out, I probably won't listen to it myself, but I do remember it was about my penis and getting a tick on it and ripping it the fuck off of the tip of my fucking dick. Welcome back to the Deal Zone. Um, not really calling it the Deal Zone. I just kind of was getting excited with the music. But uh, lack of Craigslist on the show lately, people. And it's not because I haven't been on Craigslist, because you know I am literally fucking addicted to going on Craigslist. But besides the constant drama that's going on there lately, and it just bums me out. Because, I mean, I'm not really selling much gear anymore, and I've never really bought that much. I bought a couple fucking amps from Craigslist in my day, but that's about it. But, um, I, I, I cleared out uh, the, the pedal shelf a little bit, got switched out some amps, and then I bought a fucking Gibson. I'm not trying to fucking go on Craigslist right now, you, you understand me? And, um, this constant drama on here is like... I'm I'm sure I've mentioned the Lisbon Falls seller before. The, this guy in Lisbon Falls on main musical instruments Craigslist is always like posting 
like crazy shitty fucking stuff like i'm looking at this right now it's hard to explain like picture like a 1989 guitar tuner like a useless fucking tool to a musician now even like the digital tuners that we all know and love that we plugged into the korg digital tuner nobody fucking uses those anymore i have like three of them i don't fucking use them this one's even more primitive than that and like these guys from Lisbon Falls, this thing's covered in dirt in this picture. I'll screenshot it right now so I remember to maybe include it in my post. But they are like posting dirty, filthy, broken musical instruments, trying to sell them. Like, and like then like like here's this like broken fucking guitar. Um, and then people like call them out and make these fucking troll posts of like this is like a dusty, moldy fucking guitar case. It says, and he's like guitar case. Like, plays fine. And it's just like, yeah, here's a good one right here. Um, this is our, them talking shit. They, they, they posted another picture of a shitty guitar tuner, like I was just saying. And they say, it's actually kind of funny. Um, uh, rubbed in an ashtray, used battery to work. And it's, um, it says it does drop D just fine, which is hilarious. But so the, there's like a lot of people, on, and that just clogs up the feed. Either way, like this shitty guy, these people are getting mad because this shitty guy is like clogging up the feed, lowering people's actual selling posts with like his dirty shit that's literally been on here for fucking years. Also been this guy trying to sell this fucking P90 pickup guitar on there for like four fucking years. I'm like, dude, you need to sell that for like a hundred fucking bucks. You're never going to fucking sell that piece of shit. Um, But so that... But then when the people get pissed off and they, like, go on there and, like, make fun of this fucking guy, it just clogs up the feed and it makes it hard- harder for people to see the instruments or whatever gear you're selling. So it's, like, this shit's just obviously, like, you know, I could sell on Reverb and buy on Reverb, and I have, but I prefer Craigslist because it's so funny. But now I'm just getting overwhelmed with the ignorant fucking boomers that i'm finding and meeting on craigslist so in the past like month and a half i've sold two guitars right and both by chance to the same fucking guy who lives in auburn who a year ago i sold a paul reed smith guitar to okay so this guy's the same guy this fucking like typical like chubby guitar dad guy has bought three of my guitars off Craigslist. I've also sold the same guy three different guitar pedals three different fucking times. This guy has driven to fucking my local Hannaford and met up with me in the parking lot and like exchanged cash many fucking times. And I'm like, this is insane. It's like, and he, he, him more than other people, but there's been some people that um, I fucking... I've met twice, three times, you know, similar people emailing offers. I'm like, yo, it's like a pool of 12 fucking guys. I got to get off this. So I'm kind of breaking my Craigslist addiction. And luckily I'm um, fairly like stuck with gear now that I like can't be selling because I love it all. So I have no real trade bait. But if you have anything you want to trade, just let me fucking know. Because um, maybe I'll like go on Craigslist every now and then. Like just to make sure. I'm not missing nothing. If anybody wants to buy like a, a mini compressor pedal, let me know, cause I got one for sale, and I'm not and I'm, I'm not not putting it on Craigslist.
I swear you won't find that on Craigslist, this pedal. So I'm getting off there. That's horse talk. Welcome back to horse talk, everybody. Imagine doing this for one year. Like playing this sound of horses and talking over it. Fucking incredible. Wow. Um, today on Horse Talk, I was kind of just thinking about, like, something I've, I had never really thought about how fucked up it was. Well, of course I thought about how fucked up it was. I knew how, how fucked up it was the whole time. On my driving. Yes, that's also a reoccurring theme on the More on Voice Audio Show, my driving, which has gotten a lot better. That's why I haven't really been talking. I was said, fuck it, I'm not doing my road rage no more. It wasn't getting me nowhere. And after I saw that one man, when I saw this guy in that primer gray Silverado blasting down the highway, giving like not only me and my girlfriend the middle finger, but everybody around us the middle finger and weaving in and out of people, I was so, I'll never be as good as this guy. So I had to put my road rage a bit to rest. I did just get fucking pulled over by a police officer. That's right. You heard it here first. And I had like a $500 fucking ticket. Because I um was speeding, and this cocksucker pulled me the fuck over in his maroon. He's in like a maroon Ford crossover thing that they have. Stupid, I know. Idiot cops. And um he like pulled me over, and I was like going a little bit quicker. I was going 72 in a 50 on the highway here. So it's like chill, I think, right? That's chill, right? Um, Yeah, that's fine. And I, so I, but I pulled over to the fucking left-hand side of the, the, like, he called it the median. I, I was calling it the emergency pullover fucking lane because you're putting your lights on, pig. But so I pulled over and he was just like a total tattooed pig about it. He had like these like flame tattoos like Chester from Linkin Park. If you don't know those tattoos, look those up. He had the same ones, but like a little more, um, copy pig looking of flames and um so this fucking he pulls me over and he's like saying this and that this and that he's like why is your seatbelt on my seatbelt was on by the way i had to show them and um you know people fly through this they go way faster than how fast i was fucking going anyways he, he got me for pulling over you're not allowed to pull over in the left wasn't even thinking about it all i was thinking is this cocksucker has a fucking gun um, <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, that happened, I guess I, and now I'm driving fucking slow, it slowed me the fuck down, and it's good because I'm a fine driver, believe it or not, I've actually never really been in a true accident, never, like, an accident on the road, and my driving record's good, that was my first speeding ticket I ever have had, I, but I, uh, Driving wasn't easy for me when I was learning because I was a fucking idiot. And I was like, um, I don't know. I didn't really want to drive, I remember. Like, I wanted to, but I don't know. Maybe I was low-key just, like, intimidated. I, I couldn't really tell you if that was the case, but I just, like, didn't really want to drive. And it was kind of just, like, harder for me, like, using the mirrors. I think if you know me, you're like, yeah, Ian probably fucking needs some practice using his fucking mirrors. Um, And, uh. I mean, prime example of why when you're just learning how to drive, you shouldn't be smoking weed. I bought weed from this guy's fucking house. 
Okay, I go in there and his dad's cranking fucking Van Halen on the computer as loud as he can smoking a butt. And I'm like, I'm like, this is fucked. I know. I think that was when I was leaving the house. I went there. I bought the weed when I was leaving the house. He was down on the computer, smoking a butt, cranking fucking Van Halen. For sure, it was Panama. Oh, my cat's right next to me. But uh, and I was in my father's Chevy Silverado, just like that guy from Florida, I guess. And um, I uh, did not know how how I was fucking how to drive this truck. Had cap on the back. You know, had its lid on. And uh, he had like a chain link fence around his driveway. And his driveway went in like a... Maybe a two car thick... By like four car long. I'm making this fucking equivalent up like of a driveway. So it was like kind of a narrow-ish driveway. But like a fine one. And when I was pulling the fuck out... Somehow... The fucking fence... Got fucking like nicked onto my tailgate and I ripped down part of the fucking, the front end of the fucking fence, tore the fuck down. And I was like, oh shit. I moved up a couple fucking feet, cranked the wheel and like, like wiggling, probably like backing up like shit wiggling, turn around in it. I didn't even see, but his dad, I guess, was in the fucking front yard and saw the whole fucking thing. I found this out later. I was about fuck back home because I knew, like, I felt that there's definitely some body damage like slid on the side of the car or the truck and shit when i got back this was my dad's fucking truck i was a kiddo like looking back you know but um and the car's like i had a mirror gone okay mirror was gone um i the whole side of the car truck was kind of smushed in a little bit so i uh told them uh a kid from my school threw a fucking rock at me (laughs) I know, insane. Don't know why I did that. They did not believe me at all. But um, then I I hopped on. Uh, it was the Facebook back in the day. That's what I, I would go on uh, after school or something. Hop, hop, have Facebook running in the background. Then we um had a message from the homie that sold me a bag, and he said, you know, my dad just saw you the whole fucking thing. He was standing right in the driveway. Um. Like, can you come back here? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, can't come back right now. But, like, I'll repay you. And I think, long story short, I ended up, like, going back and, like, buying a bag from him. And giving him, like, a little bit extra money. But it wasn't, like, enough for a fence. This was, like, a chain link fucking fence. So, I don't know. Maybe his dad was crafty or something. Because I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was (laughs) taken down. I don't think it was repaired. I think it was taken down. So, I mean, this is the kind of shit I was doing when I was learning. Also, it was just never that fucking easy for me for driving. So, it's a good thing I'm slowing down. Maybe if there's a, a message I could give after all of these horse talks for one year on the Moron Voice Audio Show, it would probably be like when you're driving in, in those roads, you know, you never know who you're dealing with. Some some people might be nice. Some people might be driving around vibing to music. Some people might be driving around with Florida plates and a primer gray truck, flipping everybody off, shaking his fist at people, like sweating, <laughs> screaming out the fucking window, fuck you at people. Or you might be dealing with a stone teenager who's probably going to, if he has to back up, he's going to rip like a fence or like knock into a tree. So be careful out there behind the wheel. Ooh.
Alright. This is it. That's like the end of the show. This is a little bit longer than the solo shows have been running, and I'm fine with that. Because uh, here at the Mormon Voice Audio Show, we are doing our best. It's been a great one year of podcasting. Thank you for everybody for playing along. I can't believe it. I mean, some is there sometimes doubt to continue? Yes. Will I continue? Yes. Is there plans to stop in the future? No. Not really, because people are still tuning in. As long as people tune in, I'm still going to at least do these. I, I, I have those koozies, like I said. Those are six bucks each. Or like a special little fucking deal. DM me on Instagram, at the moron voice. I do have a couple t-shirts, mostly size large and stuff. Hit me up about those, and I have some stickers. If you if you want a free sticker, I will fucking actually just mail you one. So that's kind of cool. So just DM me and say, please give me one free sticker. um, And I will mail it to you. It's been a great year podcasting. I can't believe it. A lot has changed. I have a cat. I have a co-host. He's right next to me. Most solo episodes, he's always right next to me. This has been incredible. Thank you, everybody, for playing along. This has been an incredible year. Happy Monday, motherfucker. Because this is the Moron Voice Audio Show. Keep politics out of the fucking fair, too. I saw some racist fucking shit at the fair. I'll talk about that some other time. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you ever are in doubt of continuing something just remember I like sat in a room and talked to myself for a fucking year also if you ever think you're crazy remember I talked to myself for a fucking year in a room and recorded it I'm going to be continuing I will continue to record myself talking in a room